Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Ghost in the Machine, a D&D live play show about memory, identity, magic, and politics. I'm your host and dungeon master, Matthew Foreman. We are joined by our lovely players, as usual. We'll get to them in a moment. So before I start off, let's just get through a few announcements. Uh, sorry, I'm going to have to... i got to get away from chat. They're being funny. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, we have a few announcements. On July 4th, we will be starting a special stream at 2 p.m. that will lead into our regular stream time uh, at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, we will have interviews and we'll be interacting with chat. We'll be showing you some things and bringing you content from 2 p.m. leading up to our regular stream time at 7 p.m. At which point, episode four will take place. Uh, be sure to follow all of our socials, our Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, even. We're on there. Um, we're, we post content to YouTube, and we keep you informed and keep you up to date on what's going on. Uh, as always, remember our friends at Animal Helper. It is a 501c30 located in New Orleans. It helps special needs animals. You can find out more below by uh, going down below our stream there and clicking on the Animal Helper charity button. So, when we last... <laughs> Sorry, I kind of forgot I was on camera there for a second. <laughs> Getting into it. <laughs> um, when we last left our heroes... They had uh, arrived at the, uh, at the Glide, uh, um, sorry, at Bridgeton, met with Gilly's parents, uh, went, did some shopping, met, met the Mistress of the Mist, Naz, uh, met an interesting shopkeeper named Grelda, had some interesting conversations, and went to a dinner that was awkward, to say the very least, and wherein uh, Gilly's parents uh, and Morgan... Uh, the international pop star and friend of the party kind of almost came to blows. Morgan fled, and through a conversation that Gilly had with her parents, it was brought about that Gilly, who was made by magic, that that magic was brought about by some form of a contract. Uh, that in order to create Gilly, that they had signed a deal, and that Morgan was somehow involved. We don't know the details yet, and hopefully we'll find those out today. But insofar, they, uh, the party broke into the carriage house where her lawyer uncle Ronan usually stays, and found the contract, and that is where we left off with the contract in Gilly's hands and her trying to make sense of it, incapable of reading it at this current time, and seeing a signature that she recognized because of its short name, JJ. JJ is the lawyer of that the party has only briefly met, no one knows anything about him, that is connected to an organization known as the Heathens Collective, which is a political, potentially terroristic organization or revolutionary organization that uh, wants to see the elves restored. And that is where we will start. So, you guys stand in the carriage house. And you have, we're trying to look over this ancient script, this um, contract, and you're not sure what to make sense of it. It seems to be um, in not, it, it seems to be foiling the comprehend language of spell that you cast on yourself. And it seems to be written in a form of elvish, but the contract seems to be magically protected against uh, deciphering it like this. Okay, um, I'm going to make sure all the other papers are covered and shut the desk. Um, oh, I took the, I took like a rubbing of it, or I made a copy of it. You took a charcoal copy. Yeah. Charcoal copy? So okay. are you going to, you're putting the contract back in the desk? 
Or are you keeping the contract with you? It sounded like everything but the contract. I'm gonna take the copy I made, um, leave the contract there, and just kind of shut the desk for now, so that so that the papers can't be read over my shoulder or anything like that. And um, so that was a specifically blue color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess this contract, this is a, this paper is on, is a contract. I can't read it. I'll get to that in a moment, in a minute, but, um, from what I can understand, based on the conversation I just had with me mom and me ma, and what's been going on between them and Morgan, which apparently they can't tell me anything about, but they won't stop me from trying to find find out. Um, well, I think this contract has something to do with how I was born or made. <laughs> and uh, it seems pretty bad that my parents have never been that upset about anything. I've never seen anything like that, so I'm a little shaken at the moment. Uh, thank you for helping me get in here. I just hand Sevilius the contract. Do you, can you read any of this? I can certainly try. Um, so the, the copy that I made of the contract. Yep. So take it and I'll look over it. Um, does it seem? Can I read it at all? mentioned Elvish, so... Yeah. so can I read the copy either? Because I had Comprehend Languages on. Right, I understand. Uh, it is still incomprehensible. That's fine. That's fine. So, as you touch this old, um, thick piece, it's almost like a... It, it, it's not a piece of paper so much as, like, it seems to be, like, a dried, ancient piece of wood that has been, like, flattened and thinned out and carved and etched into with some kind of uh, writing. Um, so as you grab onto it and attempt to re read, uh, you are capable of reading it. You hear this kind of gentle whisper in Elvish, this, Go ahead and roll. So you are capable of reading it, however, you're not a lawyer, although you're incredible, you are very intelligent. So go ahead and roll intelligence plus proficiency on okay. a d20 to attempt to just understand what the contract is saying. Would it be reasonable to cast guidance on him? Yes. Okay. Guidance. Uh, so what is that, a d4? A d4. While they're doing this... I'm keeping an ear out for them. I'm walking the cir circular of the room and checking the windows without, like, passing in front of them. Yeah. Roll perception. Um, That's uh, previously... 25. I'm sorry. 25? There's no one out there. Nothing weird. Oh. Nothing weird. Okay. I, wouldn't, I don't know how concerned I would be. Um, you can keep watch for whatever, but I don't think they're going to be interrupted or anything. My parents, I basically have their blessing to go... Figure things out for myself. I just they can't tell me anything. Do the guards here know that? I mean, I'm allowed. She's family. She can go pretty much wherever she wants. I live you here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to inherit it. So. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, it's difficult yeah. to say. However, you do eke out that this is what's known as a. a the title of the contract essentially is what's known as a three lives contract. And that's what you know. Okay. Uh, so I'll relay that to the group. So this contract looks like um, uh, 
the title of it is Three Lives. That's as much as I can make out right now. I mean, I might be able to study it more later um, to try to decipher it. It's um, we're in the we're not in ideal conditions to right. sit down and study and in dim light. Does this does this copy is this also the same information as? I just want to make sure if I uh, leave the I contract here and I take the copy with. You can read the copy. Okay, okay. perfect. And it seems to all line up and everything. Yep. Same language, it's just you're like... Uh, it, and it's also like... it's uh, it, So this language is basically Old Elvish. The, the mm-hmm. language that you guys... That you brought in from the land of the yep. summer forever. It's language that you were taught, but you don't. it's fallen out of view. So it's not only difficult to read, even for you, it's but it's... Yeah, it's it's incredibly esoteric in its, in its structure, so... Do I recognize any of the other signatures on it um, as, like, old Elvish people or people I knew? No. Okay. Perfect. All right. Yes, so, I can. So, they're wonderful. the same. So, I'll leave the contract itself, and we'll just take the copy, make sure the desk is closed. I can't lock it or anything, but I'm going to let my parents know when I get back to lock everything back up tight. And uh, could you relock it? I could physically relock it, but they, I... They're going to have to restore the wards and everything, so... Yeah, they'll notice the wards are broken pretty much immediately, I'm sure, but... So, Gilly, you said something that I found curious. You said when I was born or made. What did you mean by that? Well, you've seen that I have a mom and, a, and another. Yes, that was quite confusing. Yeah, well, um... In this world, there's magics that can help. People conceive, even though you may not be biologically inclined to conceive in that matter. But, um, I never really knew the details of how I was born or created, but, um, me mom always told me that I was made from scratch. That she made me from scratch and that I had a bit of both of them in, in me. So, um, I never really question that because growing up learning about magic I mean spells like alter self exist so it's not unheard of to be biologically part of both parents that are same gender same sex so while it's not the most common I just figured you know my my mom is a very powerful wizard so I figured that was just it but I never really thought that there was more to it than that but apparently, there's quite a bit more to it than that. And I don't really understand all of it yet. Um, but that would that would explain a bit of uh, why I turned blue, I suppose. I don't fully understand all the details of, as to why, but... It helped explain some Midgar Lang's comments. Telling me that I was from the cold unending! Yeah. That was a bit weird. I just thought that he didn't know what, what in the world he was talking about. But uh, uh, I'm starting to think more and more that he knew more he than I like thought. He seemed like a person that he, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He traveled years yeah. into our past to rescue us from ourselves. That we had asked him to, well not us, but Sorvelius had Future asked him us. to do... <laughs> um, Apparently. Yes, that all gets a bit weird and gives you, gives you a bit... Bit of an ache in the brain, but uh, <laughs> well, thinking about all those time travel details, but uh, we won't even go there. Yeah. But he's a man that appears to know what he's about. 
Right. So the would it be possible that the rest of your siblings were made in a similar way? They were adopted as war orphans. I mean, most of them were war orphans. Are you the I only one? I'm the only biological child. And you're the oldest, right? Yeah, I am. As far as I'm aware, <laughs> from everything I've been told. So, your mothers love you. Oh, There's I'm... no doubt about that. Thank you. I mean, I'm well aware, but it's nice to know that other people can see that too. Um, so what is our course of action? Should we... Uh, I think we need to find out what this contract says and what it means. And um, I... I don't know. I, I, it looks like JJ was involved. I mean, the signature is JJ. I don't know anyone else. It just seems too too much of a coincidence to not be JJ. Yes, it does seem like quite a bit of a coincidence. If we do meet him, we will. Um... Especially with Morgan being so fascinated with you. Um, the attention, I'm sure, was lovely, but she's ridiculously fascinated with you compared to anyone else. JJ was also on the train here, so he is in town as far as we know. Yes. Um, my Based on my parents' reactions, I don't know who I can really trust with anything at the moment. Um, Do you trust us? Well, I mean, I'm only still here because, you know, the three of you have been... Thank you. ...have kept me alive. I mean... And you, us. Yeah, so... If I can't, at least, at the very, at the very least, I can say that I can trust you at least with my lives, with my life. So that's quite a bit there, I'd say. I think we should go back to one of our rooms, yes. form ourselves a tiny hut, have a bit of a conversation before we go and and sort stuff out for ourselves. You do understand though why why it wasn't. Um, keen on letting anyone look at, look through my uncle's desk, though. I mean, that's my family's personal business that doesn't have maybe anything to do with this contract, so... Absolutely. Yes, well, best course of action would be to head back to the room, study yeah. this more, find out what it says, and then we can figure out what course of action to take based on that. I concur. With more time and good lighting, I should be able to decipher it. It's been a while since I've um, spoken the old Elvish tongue. Sure. Okay. Um, Before we leave, I'm going to do one more lap. Thank you again for helping me get in here and to I think help me figure this out. I think the ledger will be evened if we stick around each other long enough. We all have backgrounds and places to go. And different skills. Which will be helpful to all of us, <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Well... Um, Shall we so, depart? Sure. I'm yes. going to make sure we don't trigger anything on the way back out. Okay. And continue flying just you know a centimeter above the ground. Yeah. You guys get you guys get the sense that like if the magic is relatively intelligent that like you're here with Gilly, you guys aren't like burning down the house or anything. You're here with her. The magic little defenses understand teenage angst. No. <laughs> yeah, I know she's not a teenager. But you know what I mean? Like breaking yeah. in, you know. It, now, however, if one of you were to attempt to break in by yourself, then you'd probably be in some trouble. 
<laughs> Got it. But we had Gilly's permission. We already put down that I'm the most paranoid player in the group, so. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> okay. So we head back out, and I'm just going to let my mom know on my way on my way up um, that we should that she should lock back up. <laughs> um, should your copy not be in the same room with her in case she is bound in some way to destroy it? If she sees it? What? The so if you go copy? talk to your mom and your cop and the copy's on your person, if she knows of it or finds out. The copy of the contract? Yes. yes. Should I take it and then head straight up to the room and wait for you? Sure, I don't know that that's necessary, but it's not an unreasonable I mean, precaution, I suppose. Yeah, we should take. I mean, sure. This, yeah. People who are bound okay. to contracts one way or the other. Those mm. contracts are very tricky business. And this one had two lawyers, one on each side. So. One must be very careful when entering into a contract, of course. Particularly with. True. Especially with different <laughs> entities. I mean. It would be a fool's errand to do it. Blindly. Toward. Toward. Anyway, um, okay, so I'll stop off and we'll, I'll, we, we'll reconvene. Whose room should we meet in? Do you want to meet in mine? Probably. Well, why don't uh, the three of yours? us go back to their own rooms? Mm-hmm. So we, if anyone is watching us, you have little girls in front of your room, Savalius, whatever is going on. Yes. We don't arouse suspicion that or wake anyone. <laughs> Truly, it's quite taken with you. She is. We can use the Our balconies, balconies. Yeah. are, are yes. joined. So That's true. We can sneak into any of the three rooms. Savalius is in the middle, of course, so. Okay. We will reconvene well. Savalius's. I'll meet you there then. So I head over just to pop in and mention to me mom. Sorry. So you were going over to your mother and the rest of you are returning to your rooms, is that the yes. plan? Correct. Oh sorry. Ooh. And I have the com- copy on me right now. You have the copy of the original contract? Yes. He does, yeah. Who has the original contract? It's uh, it's in, in the, the desk. desk. Okay, and you have the copy. Yes. So you return to your mothers, who are still in their the study, the Fonway study. Um, are they still arguing? No, they seem to be sitting there. Okay. Across the desk from each other, talking. Come in! Hi, Mom. Hi, Ma. Mom, I'm sure you're probably already aware that some of your wards are down. I assume... I assume they would be. Might want to, uh... Walk back up. I'll get to it. Physical and magical. I I know my defenses. Just, just making sure that you knew where we... What needed doing, that's all. Okay, well, if there's nothing else before I say goodnight. If you found anything... Out. Should I... Should I tell you if I have? No harm in you telling us anything, honey. I have found something. Go ahead. Found a very old piece of, seemingly very old piece of paper 
contract of sorts. Yes. I mean, you can't tell me anything about it, so what's the point in me telling you the, what I found? I didn't know if I... Just so you know, or... I mean, that's fine with me, but... If you know, then we can talk about it. I know there's a contract of three lives. Aye. And do you know what that means? Not as of yet, but I have some... I have an idea. I don't know if I'm in the right pole park or not, but... Just go seek someone who knows about these kind of things. I'm assuming that since Uncle Ronan's name is on this contract, he can't talk about it either. Not to you. Of course. Makes sense. But... There are other people on that contract who can. The other side can. You can't tell me who the other signature is that I don't recognize. No. Okay. Okay. Can I trust the other party to speak honestly about the contract? If you can't answer it, don't answer it. It's fine. I don't know. That's, I that's suppose fair. if you're traveling with Silvelius, there's no harm in trying. Okay. It's got to count for something with those people. That makes sense. Do you think I can trust Silvelius? Yes, I do. I've never heard nothing about him. Even in all of our dealings. In fact, all the all the right people hate his guts, and all the wrong people like, or sorry, all the all yeah, all the right people hate his guts. Who you want? Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. The wrong people don't like him, and the right yeah. people do. Yeah. <laughs> or some and such. Okay. Come back when you know stuff. We can talk about it. Okay. Hey. Mom. Ah. We'll figure it out. Whatever it was, we'll figure it out. I'm sure you will. No, I mean, the three of us. We'll be okay. We'll figure it out. <coughs> Good night, Kelly. Good night. I head up to, uh... To While she's off and I'm alone in my room, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask Mrs. Kilgast. Mrs. Kilgast, are you there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you know anything about a contract of three lives? Yes, I do. Do you care to educate me? <laughs> that goes far beyond our arrangement, especially considering who's involved. <laughs> oh, do you know who is involved in this contract? I do. Are we getting ourselves into a dangerous situation? No more dangerous than things you've already done. Well, 
That's good. Like, you killed Lord Stilltower. What's bigger than that? No. Uh, Mr. Finkelstein? Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything that you can tell me? Or do we need to Oh, I could tell you a great deal. But you're going to have to give me a little more. I got you into the tower. What else do you need? That, that was incidental. That served us both. If you want more help, you're going to have to give me something. Like what? Up to you. What you got to give me. I'm a simple warforged. I have not much to give. Then you're not getting any extra information. Is there something that you want? I want many things. Whether or not you're in the position to give me them is another story entirely. You said you want to explore the world. I'm doing that with you. That was part of our agreement. Are there any destinations which you would prefer to go? No. I have no... I have no care where we go. Well, the elf is resourceful. We'll see what he can figure out. Okay. In the meantime, if you have anything that you desire, you think that we could trade, let me know. I'll keep an eye out. Thank you. Claymore. <coughs> <coughs> what was that? Nothing. Just, yeah. you know. Claymore. Just, just metagame coughs. Oh, That's all. Oh. Yeah. Blood war. Yeah. So, and then before I go and join them, I'm going to have a similar conversation, but with my mantle. <laughs> Everyone talking to Everyone them. having a little... Civilius, <laughs> 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 who Civilius asks the gem. <laughs> the gem is gone. Anyway, oh, that's give it to right. gems. So I'm going to sit and... down kind of cross-legged in the middle of the room, meditate myself into mm-hmm. talking to Eurysidril. Yeah. Yes. How can I help you? <laughs> How's waking up treating you? I grow less sleepy and more wakeful every day. Um, can you hear and see everything I hear and see? Yes, I observe the world through your senses, Selena. That's all. Makes alone time a little bit more awkward. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh yes, darling, um, right there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Makes Selena a little less prude and a little more adventurous, all things oh, considered. Oh, okay oh. then. Look at that. Wanda um, smile. <laughs> so you had instructions the other night. I did. I well, more like information. Okay. One of my brood is her change is almost upon her. And Versira. Uh, Visora. Visora. No, I wrote it right. Visora. Uh, do you know what part of the world she's in? She is not far from where you stand now. She, relatively speaking. Okay. She is in the Blythe. She is northwest of Bridgeton in a cave behind a waterfall as all good dragons must reside. No. Could she possibly be flaunting herself as a silver dragon currently? 
No. Selena, you think you do not trust people. You think so cunningly. <laughs> no, Tessadris is not one of my brood. That's what I thought, but she's <laughs> housing one. Knowingly or unwittingly. No, well, no. The mist obscured her senses. Tessadris. Hmm. Perhaps I should not speak ill of the living. <laughs> I hear she doesn't like visitors anyway. So. She is a cowardly and lonesome dragon. That is all. Vizora is in a cave in Fallow Glen Hollow. That is all. Okay. Hmm. That is closer than I imagined. <laughs> yes. Green dragons could, can be anywhere. We are master deceivers. We blend in with society much better than the others do. So many questions. Um, but I actually not only came to speak of this, but I also want to potentially share with my companions your existence. Would that be okay with you? Of course, Selina. That is entirely up to you. I have no issue pe people knowing that I'm back in the world. Okay. I'm... I think I can trust that. In, yeah. in fact, I would welcome the spread of my name again. Not sure how I feel about her being so... Going home about it? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Then, um... I'm assuming Identify would work on you, right? To... It would reveal my dormant properties, yes. Okay. However, there are stages to the to the, my soul existing in this artifact, this cloak. I was thinking more of proving that I'm not crazy and I just talk to myself sometimes. Oh, <laughs> yes, identify, and I can welcome them if you would, if, if I would know when they go to do it, and I would welcome Sovelius or any of them. Yeah, mostly Sovelius, Sovelius. Um, but, um, I want... So to, to, to wrap this up, I think you'll get to meet them sooner rather than later, provided the chance arises. And um, I trust your judgment so far as your own brood, but I'd want to meet her, knowing green dragons are deceivers, before taking a life I know nothing about. It would be hard to acquire any information. You may get to know her if you wish, but know that she is a vicious creature. Then if she's as vicious as you say, I'm sure it'll be not necessarily easy, but not difficult mm. to recognize. Might I say, the longer you take to act, the more powerful she becomes. Once her change is complete, she will become a full-fledged adult dragon. So time yourself carefully. If it takes you too long to gather your forces to speak with her or take her on, then you should wait longer and come back to it later. Got it. All things in the fullness of time. As it should be. As it should be. Thank you. You are most welcome. Good luck. And your uh, cloak, which is like, which resides the, which wherein the 
soul of Eurysidril, the sleep, the slumbering goddess, resides. The soul of her, the green dra- ancient green dragon, goes dormant. So she's like fluffy and buzzing. When I'm she speaks to you, yeah. Like, oh, you, I didn't when you're alone. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, they're going to create some awkward <laughs> <laughs> She experiences your senses <laughs> and she vibrates. So this is nighttime. You've all returned to your rooms, respective rooms, right? And you're all more or less settling down for the night. No, mm-hmm. we were. I was heading straight uh, to Sibelius. Yeah, we're all going to gather. I was trying to read the contract. I apologize. Go if ahead. I can make another attempt you in can. a well-lighted area, or would I need to wait? You gather this sense. So that's more of a check. To, so basically, what that check does for us is how much of a lawyer is Sibelius, rather than like deciding that. So it's like. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you can yeah, try, yeah. you can try can again, I, but you I don't assist? have any more. No, you don't have any any more resources. You took time sitting there and doing it. You need more okay. resources, either books from the spire or another pair of eyes. All right. Yeah. So no, Fair you enough. can no try again yet. <laughs> Got it. And I can't help because I can't read it, even though you could like translate it out loud or something. I mean, you you can you can try. The DC is going to be higher if you'd like to try. Yes. Go ahead. It's going to take time. I can imagine it'd be like somebody trying to read you a contract. Right. In legalese. uh, Sure. Right. And if you're not familiar with it, or if we're not in the spire, like if we wanted to, we could go to the spire. But for now, I'm just going to head back over to Sibelius. Okay. Because that's what we plan on doing. Of course. Fine. Yeah. So I'll. um, They walk in, they find me studying. It's. I still can't make heads or tails of this. It's. It's too complicated. Could you could you translate it for me? I could Thank definitely you. try. I can dictate to dictate it to you, but um, okay. I it's very complex. It's a very complicated contract. Well, um, um, should I make the hut like we talked about? I, you are comfortable with your family, but I've been traveling so long that I can make the hut. I, I mean. I if it makes you feel better. Snared my doorways last night, and <laughs> with the with the hut. You did. You said snares. Oh man. Oh my goodness. I don't know what's coming through the windows. You're air. That's air. No, air. because they I were shut. <laughs> I mean, would the hut protect us against any form of eavesdropping? It should. I mean, depends on how powerful the magics are, but it should. And I'll let you take whatever precautions that you wish. I'll just go ahead and start casting the hut. (laughs) Whenever, when Justice enters the room before the conversation starts, I always try to, like, do it as stealthily as possible, because I just want to be like Batman and just be there. Go ahead and roll stealth. Yes. That is a 17. Passive perceptions? I believe Gilly's is 16 or Selena's. Mine's 13. <laughs> Gilly's uh, or Selena's? 16. He appears roughly at it. Like, you, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, oh, Jesus. From nowhere. So. Okay, could you not sneak about my parents' house like that when I'm already on edge? Gilly, go ahead and roll intelligence plus okay. proficiency. So, did you announce what you were doing before I left? Or before, before I showed up or after I showed up? I mean, we're doing it right now. I think we're yeah, doing it together. I'm dictating it out loud so that everyone can hear. Would you like to enhance your ability, and can you guide yourself? I can cast guidance on myself. So, would like to enhance because I it's concentrate. I can't concentrate on both spells at the same time. 
No, but I can enhance ability you and give you foxes cutting, so you have an um, advantage on intelligence checks. Oh, thank you. Plus your guidance of a plus four. Maybe... Okay. Maybe I don't need the inspiration, but I'm going to use it anyway. This matters. Oh. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Uh, one second. Thirty-three. Thirty-three? Did you deal with straight roll, or did you roll with advantage? I rolled with oh, advantage in, because of the enhanced ability. That that works. Thirty-three. Well, all right. And then, then I used my D eight inspiration. So <laughs> nice. So from from my my D eight inspiration. <laughs> so just as a meta game thing, anytime we don't have to ask JJ for help, I'm for it. Same. Yeah. Anytime I don't have to go and I should have used my D twelve inspiration. You are not. <laughs> you are not a lawyer. However, with the help of magic and. You are sitting over reading over here, and you remember your when your first year at the Order of the Lilac Rose, the college in, in the flying city of Antonia, and it, it brings the most powerful memory. You you remember you you were that there was some kind of clerical error when you were registering for classes and doing that whole thing at your college, and you got dropped out of a class that you really wanted to take, and you ended up taking a class on a, on basically a, a class about a fey fey music and hags. And it was by the absolute, you never had that class on your radar before, and you ended up being in that class due to a clerical error your first year. So, what this, this is a three lives contract. One life created, one life reincarnated, and one life forfeited. The contract had some interesting languages and clauses. In exchange for Mafanwe's transmuter stone and 25,000 gold worth of diamonds, a woman. One second. Mm-hmm. She's our no keeper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A woman by the name of Agnes promised to create her a child, born of their blood, with no man involved. As part of that deal, another life would be created, reincarnated. This was the Baron Le Fay, who had no part in this contract. The Baron Le Fay, which is, I will now lore explain to you, <laughs> is the Arch Fay who led a violent revolution along with Queen Mab against King Borean in the land of the Cold Unending in this world's version of the Feywild. She was a, a servant, a minor sorcerer lord in all the olden days who was stabbed and betrayed by her, her colleagues and her servants after trying to bring equality to her area back in time in memoriam, in memorial. And then she fled to the forest, called out to Queen Mab. Queen Mab took her in. Queen Mab made her an archfey. Her and Queen Mab now rule the land of the cold unending together. She is known as the Lady of Winter. This Baron Le Fay was reincarnated as your sister to a woman named Morgan. On that fateful day 22 years ago, on the stone table. <laughs> as... Part of this contract, 
The power used was fey, was fey power, the power of Queen Mab powered this contract. However, as payment to the hags, one life were to be forfeited. The last child that the O'Shea's had would be taken from them when she came of age to become and trained as a hag. Trilly O'Shea. <laughs> the contract was written at the time before the war and before any anything had happened. So they the O'Shea's thought that this was going to be a great courtesy. Oh, we don't have we're at no risk of having any more children. We don't ever have to fulfill this end of the bargain. And they thought they got away scot-free. But here we are. And that's one that they don't care about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Adopt Solved>. Justice. <laughs> justice gets trained as a hag. <laughs> Maybe the consciousness finally got to him. My power. Conscious, sorry, not consciousness. <laughs> so, that is the Three Lives contract. Well, I can just exit out a whole scene that I had. <laughs> 33. The DC was 25, but whatever. Oh, I didn't even need you know the... what? Some of us I may still go find JJ. Yeah, you're fine. So you guys are fine. still maybe more. Yeah, I'm, jo I'm joking. You guys are fine. Yeah. That is the Three Lives contract. You were created. You and Morgan are sisters. Trilly is to be taken from by Agnes and become a hag very, very soon. She's about nine, so it's about time she can start being trained as a as a hag and as a witch. Oh man! And just to remind Chase, the player, because Justice obviously has an iron trap for a memory. Mm -hmm. um, what was the name of the of the very interesting lady in the in the moldy tree place with the Relda. apple? Grelda. Okay, dang. With the apples. Yeah. Okay. Your life back. So, so, the signature you did not recognize was Agnes. Agnes. Fix that in my notes. That's quite the revelation. Yes. Yeah. Oh, truly. I mean, we so, obviously can't let her be taken. I don't know what choice we have. They did sign a contract. So can I roll history to see how terrible it is to be taken by the hags? Roll history. <laughs> or would I'll I help this? I'll help you Project. by uh, Yeah, you guys have a conversation and, about hags. And guidance. Guidance. Oh, guidance. 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 <laughs> so why they <laughs> Double threes. Ha um, hags are bad, okay? <laughs> hags are bad. Okay. Hags are okay. bad. Okay. Actually, I hear so that it's really good. Because being a druid and having that nature connection yeah. with hags, as Grelda so inconspicuously pointed out last time, yes. where, in this particular world, where do druids and hags connect, collide? You're so not too sure. You know, hag. You know that being a hag is brought on about a, by a very powerful ritual and transformation, and then it grants you special abilities. Gilly, do you happen to know between the time someone is 
starting training with hags to the time that ritual occurs, how long is that? Do I know? You're, you did take that course. It, the thing is, like these are these are rituals that are incredibly secret, and the hags keep their secrets very well. What they lack in raw power, they make up for in cunning, incredible cunning, and, and the ability to see into the future. Um, you know that once the process has begun, it can't be stopped. Okay. Probably should have taken the two hundred level class. Really. After you went. I to don't the think she explained to us that she hags one on one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know quite when the ritual happens, but I know once it starts, there's no going back. So your mother's agreed to this. They must know more. Well, when my mother's agreed to this, well, they might know more, but when my mother's agreed to this, they didn't think they were going to have any more children, I don't think. What happens if we just take Trilly with us to somewhere not here? She's enamored with Savelius. We, she would do so willingly. Sure. As a last resort, think on it. There are places she can be kept away from those that would be looking for her. There are ways to hide a person. I mean, we're talking as about much as I know. Very powerful beings. Beings who could reincarnate and. Yes, but how many of them did it take? Hmm? How many of them did it take? I don't know. As far as I'm aware, it just took Agnes. There were six signatures on it? There were no other hag signatures. That's just agreements. That's not necessarily people who were actually taking part in in anything. We we don't know. 100%. Right. Fae magic is ancient indeed, but it may not just be one hag. It may be the, the way the contracts work. Well, I think it's interesting that it's JJ's signature here, and, um... I mean, he's a lawyer. And didn't you overhear JJ and Glitch talking on the train? I did. Hmm. Um, to remind us, they were having a conversation about the three of us traveling with Sovelius, and um, whether we would be useful assets going forward. And then, um, I don't think I told you this last time, but how much Glitch was enamored with you. You did mention it. Probably briefly. It, uh, but there was a lot going on. It's a very interesting and with Glitch being in Morgan's inner circle, and her being your sister explains the fascination. And the, um, well, the, the concern and, and um, attention she's been giving me. Yes, it does. So, and then this contract says that Morgan is the reincarnated Baron. Baroness she is the same. Metaphysically speaking, she is the Baron Le Fay given form in an Archfey given form and power into the material plane, which violates the arresting light. I hadn't even gotten that far. Yeah, that's that's a problem. That was another thing I was going to ask. <laughs> she, however, she is not involved in this contract. Right. Her name is mentioned. She is not a participant. Right. Well, she did. No, she's she's a, a victim. Yeah. She, yeah. She's, she's a, product. a product. Essentially. Yes. She, yes. Okay. That's a good As way to put it. So you. 
would of course embody both your parents, but this explains how you come from the land of the unending with the magic of Queen Mab and sister of Baroness Le Fay. That quite probably means that I'm not legal to be here. Well, that's a different conversation. Well, most magic items require you to have some Unless... sort of legal document, which you clearly have. I mean, Unless that you means are that... also reincarnated Fae, I think you should be alright. But if I'm not from this world, according to the arresting light, I shouldn't be allowed through. But Without dispensation. We've already seen things come through the veil. What would you call it? What would you call it? Uh, they're not supposed to. They're through the boundaries of reality. <laughs> no. Which but, they're not supposed to. But those are breaking down for one reason or another. Let's breaking hope down it's not your the, parents' fault. I would say let us know. Most likely um, it's because of the void. The void, sure. Tearing away at it. Yes, but what gave the void the chink in the armor? The void's always been there. I would say oh. that this has not been... The, the legality, I think, of your existence is probably the least of our worries. Yours. That's a fair point. Yes, yeah. yes Maybe sure. Sure. If we're, yeah. if we're speaking of uh, your sibling, Trilly, yeah. uh, Trilly, uh, would their parents be open to, are there any uh, monasteries or, or powerful um, magical practitioners whom she could be an understudy? It would be a cover story. And your family is rich, they have connections. I mean, Maybe they could you just spars with one. That seems Indeed. a little close to home, though. And I don't know if uh, she would be inclined to take on a protege. Well, I don't know. I don't know how the contract works, because even if <clears throat> even if we hide Trilly somewhere and they can't get to Trilly, there's still other children that they can get to. It specifically says the youngest. The last it does that. That is also that is not the complete. Like you haven't gotten to the clauses, subclauses, fiduciary responsibility, common uh, law, fey right, magic. But there's a whole. Yeah. But Trilly was the last one adopted, right? Yes, Trilly's the youngest. Yeah, but youngest doesn't mean the last one adopted. We talked about adopted ages. Right, it's your youngest child. The youngest child yeah. is okay. The last not child. the not the most recent. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise, it would be Carwin. Right. Can you ready being trained? Could you approach your parents now that you have this information? I could. Um, yeah, I could do that. They're probably still up. Um, I could even see maybe we could all. I don't know how much they'd be willing to talk about things openly, but I could see. So I would say, at least for your situation, we sleep on it, speak with your parents in the morning, whether it's just you, all of us, both. Um, these are sensitive things, family things. I mean, I can snare all our rooms if you really want me to. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I don't feel like I'm in danger or anything. At least I'm not, I don't feel. What time is it approximately? Go Selena. Being snary. No, just like being very caring. Um, what were you saying? What time is it? It's, uh, I don't know, 10.30. Yeah. 
Okay. It's late. It's sleep. It's about time to sleep. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if it was unreasonable that they were, that they're still up. Or not. Well, that seems I'm the like only a reasonable one that person has to sleep for eight hours. <laughs> so this is all in my calling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretending to care, but instead she's like, "I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> a lot has happened today. <laughs> my God, why don't you people ever sleep?" <laughs> Yeah, we're all just up like playing checkers and stuff while she's trying to sleep. Good God. Um, what do you wish to do? Haley, it's really your call, I think. Yeah. Um, well, we can call it a night and uh, reconvene in the morning. But I'm going to at least. I think. I don't know how I'm going to be able to just sit and do nothing about anything for eight hours, so. I'm going to at least go and see if your mom and Mima are awake. Do the rest of us know she's not sleeping yet, or has she been hiding that from us? Justice figured out, but I don't think the rest of you caught on. I wouldn't have been hiding it. Yeah, you've caught on actually, because you guys traveled all those days together and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's not I sleeping. Have, I haven't been secretive about yeah. the ring or like she's what not, I can yeah. do with it. Right, so. she's not sleeping. So, okay, well. Um, How's the view from the balcony? It's nice. It's beautiful. It overlooks the grounds. The uh, you can see just past over the rolling hills, and uh, there's a beautiful maze, a uh, garden maze, hedge maze. Mm-hmm. With uh, yeah, I will spend a, a couple hours overlooking and playing the violin. You've left. Um. Yeah, I think we're all dispersing, yeah. right? People I'm gonna surreptitiously stay. Okay. Not bringing too much attention when you two leave. In Tobias's room. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys part. It's just you turn around and Selena's still there. <laughs> Don't you need to sleep? Eventually. I think oh. there's one more piece of business. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon wants some sensations. Jesus, guys. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a better, but. He's pretty and all, guys, but yes. hold it together. <laughs> My goodness. Sorry. Just because I'm the only one here that hasn't slept with anybody yet in this game. I'm a robot. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a robot. I forgot about that. Also, he didn't sleep with anybody one. either. I just got I'm the only one who has. He slept with himself. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> She's drunk. <laughs> um. So... Uh, few things have been laid on the table. Um, do you plan to stick around and help Gilly however you can? Yes, absolutely. If not just for Gilly, for Trilly's sake. You're attached to her. Wow. She's adorable. She is. She's a quick study, too. That is to be admired. Um, we've all been traveling together long enough that, uh, I definitely want to make sure you know what resources we have available to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, kind of wake up my mantle. Okay. Um, if I haven't told you, I, I traveled a number of years on my own between the war and coming back to this job. A number of years. Um, Many of those years through Draska. Interesting. Um, it's a very interesting land. Gorgeous. Terrible. 
Draska. Yes. <laughs> um, but one of the many things that was found or found found me um, is my mantle. Interesting. Um, she is very resourceful. Um, saved your life at least once so far. Really? Pulled you out of a melting wall. Oh yeah, that was a bit strange that yeah. you could do that. Um, wish I could take all the credit. Not. Um, I don't know quite how to explain her. Um, as far as I can tell, she she is the the sleeping goddess incarnate. Interesting. Um, do you know who that is? Um, yes. I've heard many stories about that. Yeah. Um, she's very powerful in her own right. She has her own agenda, which keeps me busy. Um, I mean, it's not... She's not evil, is she? I think, like, dealing with the tower, it's really perspective on how people deal with the power itself. I mean, if you're familiar with okay. the story, she sacrificed herself to save her people. That is true. I mean, she has gotten a bad rap for it. You know, and then on the flip side, you are the company you keep. However, I've not made up my mind. I trust her so far, though. She saved us more than once. Interesting. Um, I don't know if you're going to take me at my word, or she has your permission for identify, if you want to... Sure. I mean, your cloak has definitely lit up as magic whenever I've used detect magic. Um, I just never knew what it was. Um, uh, so I'll spend the ritual. Um, okay. Ten minutes. Identify ten minutes or whatever. Eleven minutes, but yeah. Yeah. So, as you place your hand on the cloak, you begin channeling the power of identify. Um, this cloak raises the wearer's charisma to 16. Nice. <clears throat> oh, it doesn't give him any, it doesn't give him interaction with Eurysidro? <laughs> okay. I thought it would. Mm. Sorry, my bad. I thought that was the whole point. Um... <laughs> Seems to be a very powerful cloak, but it, 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 you, it is Iurisidril, the slumbering goddess. Okay, so I can detect that there's something in there. You do know that this is an artifact, and you know it's dormant currently, which might account for the fact it can't communicate outside of its wearer. Oh, God. Got it. So it still seems to be dormant. Mm-hmm. It's helping you. Um, be a little be more, more charismatic, charismatic than normal. <laughs> Her normal charisma is a three. She rolled real bad. <laughs> she was actually a horse before. <laughs> that explains why she does so Our well. Stuff. Yeah, that's her natural form. All the hair penalties go away. It's gonna be some weird fanfic. <laughs> Wonderful. It's make Liz blush night. That's what this okay. is. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely is. So I'm going to hide behind my hair. Continue mm-hmm. to have a <laughs> Um. So she is awakening. Um, I know she has places she wishes to visit within the glide that I'm going to need help with. 
Alright. Um, evidently talking about evil. She has identified some here that needs to be kept contained. Hmm. Um, yeah, as long as the cause is righteous and willing to help the, the general public and the people, then... I've promised to find. I have not promised to main murder otherwise... Um, tear asunder, just... I want to, like we did with Still Towers, see for ourselves if the evil is there. Mm-hmm. And if it is, be prepared to take care of it. That makes sense. Um, but uh, this evil looks under is, is under the name Visora. That means anything you can I haven't probably heard of that. Sounds like a dragon. Yeah. Definitely sounds draconic. Definitely is. Evidently, she's. What green. does Vysora mean in Draconic? Uh, it, it means poisonous sky. Oh, fun. It means poisonous sky in Draconic. I speak Draconic, by the way. I do not speak Draconic. I'm bringing all of my dragon names to you now. Perfect. You have become my dragon name keeper. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um. Um. But I have. I don't want to bring this to Gilly because she's got so much to deal with. Um, I'm sure at some point we will need to bring her in, but we need to take at least the next day and deal with her issues. True. I do feel like the rest of the group should know in time. I mean, if we are to act as a a sort of unit going back on military terms and whatnot, um, cohesive. Absolutely. We should all be on the same level of communication. If any of us have contracts. Absolutely. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> blue. I have a cloak. Justice is warforged. God knows. Um, That's racist. And... <laughs> wow. You, you technically have a contract. <laughs> wow, you don't know that. No, no, no. Because all warforged had contracts at one point. I don't know that you've bought yours out. Not that's, true. That. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. Literally, is. all there's no such thing as a conscriptless warforged that isn't until you're, you're you're born with one. I'm afraid. Which is in, yeah. so, which is your so entire don't, backstory. Don't go point I, <laughs> I thought she was talking about the contract that have otherwise. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I'm playing on literally your conscription. Man, you are hot on that thing on that trigger with the. Yeah, we should. We should figure out Gilly's stuff. Which brings me to my last point when I was eavesdropping on um, Glitch and JJ. They said you had been visited by their own faction. I mean, I've been visited a couple times by the Heathens Collective and whoever they associate with. I'm an elven prince. Other elves are fascinated with me. Yes, but this was specifically secretly after we were all keeping watch on you specifically because that was our job for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone slipped past us and none of us are slouches at this thing. Otherwise, we never would have been hired. We did a really shitty job. <laughs> Surprised they paid you. You paid us technically. Technically. You get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah, you get what I pay for. Um, there was. So, 
I'm sure you're familiar. <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, do they know about Beverly? So we've met Beverly. We've all met Beverly. Yeah. Yeah, but you've At not told us that Beverly has visited you. Yeah. So I believe he was referring to Beverly, who did visit me. Okay. But he's ever since the party seemed to have an unnatural. Um, I can't think of the word. Ability to Interest come and go or... in me. Okay. Um, so. So just as a word of caution, if you haven't figured it out, Beverly is. If he's not the one, he or she, do we know what gender Beverly is? He yet? he's effeminate, but he, okay. he goes by he. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Um, he. Uh, he's the one calling the shots. I don't know if there's anyone above him, but the way they spoke, even though that was a private conversation, they were not using Beverly's name. So if that's who they're referring to, hmm. he's pulling the strings of Morgan and Glitch and JJ and the Heathens Collective. Interesting. He did not, I didn't get the impression that he was um, during our conversations, but uh, if he visits me again or if we come across this path, I will. We can definitely question him on it. I'm Find sure out we'll more see information. Because our laundry list of things to do in the glide keeps I getting know. bigger. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have to figure out Side where quests. this. <laughs> <laughs> to figure out where this son of storms fits into all of this as well. Yes, that's a whole another mess. Unless they're specifically mixed in with the Heathens Collective, and then it kind of ties a nice little bow around everything. Correct. We shall see. We shall. First things first, there's um, urgent matters to attend to. There are. Thank you for the extra time. I just, uh, I know you guys have probably guessed, but I wanted to make sure you guys knew that I didn't have any potentially evil things happening in my background. Just kind of come clean. You seem to be on the up and up so far. Have a good night. You too. You part the room. You are going down to talk to your mama. And you're just playing violin on the balcony. Correct. Uh, she leaves. The door shuts. You start your nightly routine. Yep. And you see, uh, you're looking out briefly in the balcony, beautiful starry night. The mist has parted. And the stars are, there's a huge, it's like, it's like standing on a professional backdrop. The stars are big and beautiful and they just, they're close. And uh, just over the the uh, okay. hedge garden, you see a star kind of twinkle brightly at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it'll it'll cycle. Okay, it's still playing. Yeah, is it? It's just some tracks are quieter, but yeah. And do we know sure how our music is playing on the stream? Not to it's it's been good. They, no one's mentioned anything. Perfect. Yeah, Wizardorium is playing now. It's not very loud. It's fine. Okay. So you okay. see a twinkle. That's not bad. It's kind of like. It. Glowing at you, almost beckoning you. <laughs> seems to be located above the um, near the um, the hedge maze. Interesting. Like in there somewhere. Does it seem like it? Obviously, isn't a star. It's. It looks like it. It's like you would blink and miss it. You would think it's just a part of the backdrop of the of the starry huh. night sky. But it, now it's like it's like blinking at you, and it's signaling something. And you're like, this is. It's like an old war memory. 
the way you used to communicate across distances. Is it Morse code? Yeah, it's like yeah, through near flashing basically. <laughs> Can I pick up what it's saying? So Velius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um It's me. Got it. <laughs> Um, do I have a mirror or something? Yeah. Or actually, I could probably yeah, use crested digitation yeah. or something to create. Of course he has a mirror. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I mean, like a mirror I can bring to the window. You, do, you, have, like a, you have a, a, a silver, like, hand, hand mirror. Okay. Yeah. You would also be one with your vanity coat. in your room. Correct. And in my coat pocket. And the other one in my traveling pack. So. No, I mean, like, there would be a handheld bit on the van. No, it's fine. Um, so I'll flashback, um. <laughs> oh, how do I want to respond? No nipples on Twitch. I just want a long rest, guys. Beverly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gathered that. Um, I guess I'll head out there, honestly. Yeah. That's yeah. what it means. Like, come here. So, Venus okay. is not here. Please leave the message. A message after the beep. So Beep. how do you how do you go towards the hedge garden? Um, well, Justice is out on the balcony. He is. You can you see that. You can hear him playing. But it's not mm -hmm. uncommon that I would go out for like strolls at night. Right. Like I don't sleep. Incredibly, so I'm just, incredibly common, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go out for a stroll in the garden and just wander in that direction. All right. Yeah. You. Um, you jump down from the balcony, feather fall, whatever. However, you <laughs> glide down there. Yeah. Um, and you I'm make... going. I'm. <laughs> I'll walk out past just as just as I'm going for a walk, and I just step off the balcony, <laughs> and as, then like land. As he does. <laughs> Not even. Yeah, but first your foot goes into a snare. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it before I went to bed, guys. <laughs> I thought about it. You enter the hedge maze, make your okay. way through. It's not really a proper maze. It's like you can literally. Like, it's an easy. It, it takes you. I cut my way through it easy. <laughs> Fireball, um, and you see that in this maze there are still these magic armors that guard the, but they are built like a minotaur. So they, huh. yeah, they're minotaur armor, animated armors that are they sit watch. Whenever you enter, they go. What color are they? Silver. <laughs> there you go. I didn't really have any any strong opinion, uh, <laughs> and um, they, and they look at you and their eyes glow red for a second and they they go back to being dormant. You pass on through. You come to the clearing. There's actually so you come to this like little clearing within the maze, maze and there's like little tables and like a little fire place. Like this seems to be like the little kind of kids hideout or whatever. And uh, Beverly is sitting there uh, on a on a on a wire chair. He's just and he's, he's got his legs crossed and he's just. It's a beautiful night. It is. It's a mighty fine evening to see you, my liege. Mm -hmm. How are you on this lovely evening? <coughs> Doing well. Um, definitely an eventful evening, nonetheless. But evening. Eventful how? <laughs> Some new information has come to light about. I do love people. a good gossip. Why don't you tell uh, me? Oh, I'm sure you're fully aware. Of all of this. I'm not. What? So really, it's not nostalgia. You are a polecat. I am aware of no such thing. 
This is the most dangerous Ignore man any of you have ever seen. <laughs> Ignore me. Um. Uh huh. Okay. So I assume you're familiar with JJ. I am. He and I have been associates for some time. He's a mm-hmm. good elf. And familiar with Morgan. I told you that she was affiliated with our movement. Mm-hmm. And what is the movement that you're referring to? The Heathens Collective. Okay. So, Lilius, have I not... You seem so cross with me. Have I not been it's forward? Not, you've been quite forward. Um... I <laughs> I just feel like I'm getting not necessarily half truths, but not all of the information I need. I am sorry. Due to your dormant status for so many years, we've been mm. careful on how to approach you. And that's understood. <laughs> Randomly loud ass music. Well, hopefully it's not ass music. That's <laughs> <laughs> a trumpet. <laughs> here for that very fact we want to bring you more into the fold we want to include more of you not less we don't want to keep you in the shadows any longer all right so we know about the contract with gilly and about all of that mm-hmm. so it'll only catch up their noise it won't actually um, it what screen. morgan's interest in gilly is as well as how that will all play out is yet to be seen i guess but how that's all connected to you or the Heathens Collective or I will be anything quiet. like that, we we still don't fully understand. I will be quite frank with you. I do not have notable involvement in that particular contract. Uh, a woman approached us, this woman, this Agnes, who mm-hmm. we later realized was a hag through and through, came to us and said that she could bring a powerful ally to our cause but that she needed a lawyer to negotiate the contract. JJ had just come to our movement. This was 22 years ago. And we found him some honest work. He negotiated the contract. He gave them fair terms, more than fair. He even gave them an out. But the war hit and they had their, they, it, it became, it, it looked poor upon them to have such a large manor and such a lovely estate and only have one child. They eventually had to give in to social pressure. And I imagine they just assumed they would just keep adopting. And they did, and they did, and they did. Years went by, and no word ever came. I don't know more than that. Hmm. I know that the O'Shea's didn't mean to hurt nobody, but they were taken for a ride. Not so much by JJ. He was fair to him, I think. More so by this Agnes. And I assume the out he put in was them not... Being able to have children. Yeah. Back then, there was no surplus orphan population. The Great War had not hit. Would we be able to have a meeting with JJ to to review the contract? His law offices are in Mothios. Go see him. He would love to see you. He gave you his card. I know. We may have lost it. Oh, well, it's a simple Vista card. I'm sure Uh he can offer you a new one. Yes. (laughs) He was listening. We know about the card. And him listening through the card to us. What do you mean? It was a listening device. My goodness, he is a horse thief. He's a lawyer. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry that this business is ugly, but 
these are difficult times. True, and that's understandable. Now, I would never presume to tell you what to do, but it strikes me that you may need some counsel in these matters. You've been correct. Yeah. So, what we have here, Sylvilius, in our little game that we play in this so-called revolution mm -hmm. is an opportunity. And Gilly and the O'Shea's are very powerful. They are. The fine way O'Shea can do things with magic that few are capable of. So I have heard. So, I don't know how much you know about these contracts, but the fiduciary Sylvan clauses only apply to signatories. And if something would happen to poor little old Agnes, there'd be no one to make Miss Trilly O'Shea a hag now the word there. Interesting. Now, I once asked you, if there's anyone you would like to be killed. I'm not offering that. You could, and I would, and I would do my best. And if it's uh, as a favor to you, you would owe me, I would owe you, you would owe me nothing. Mm -hmm. However, if Gilly would like to enlist my services in helping her, I don't know if I could find Agnes. She is concealed by powerful magics. Guarded the by hags her. are good at hiding. But you will need to kill all three hags in order to prevent Shirley O'Shea's transformation. All right. Destroy the coven, and there'll be no issue. Interesting. So, if Gilly would like help, Bring her to me. I would gladly offer her for a favor in kind. You need to be building allies, Sylvilius. Correct. By offering them services they want, in kind and in turn, as fair feather friends do. Indeed. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, he did give me, yeah, I do have his calling card so I can get to him again, or contact him. You can, you okay. can yeah. Do you have any other questions for me? No. You've been very forward and extremely helpful, as always, it seems. You are welcome. Now, careful with these hags. And as far as Morgan, she is difficult to work with, but she has helped our cause. And I believe... She seems nice enough. Perhaps Gilly could speak with her. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think that was part of the plan as well. Cool. We talked to her. Does that help you now? It does. Has this clarified some things for you? Yes. Then have a nice night, Sylvia. You as well. With a now shimmer. Continue Stop. my walk through the garden. Yeah. Oh, not take too long to get back, but long enough. Present hall pass. So we have our first live Snapchat. It's in the world. Yay! Okay. Oh my god. I feel like that was huh. the DM, like, dropping some solid hints for Oh, yeah, mm, no, sure. I don't think that happened at all. Subtlety. <laughs> that was, it was, of course it was, that's that's the whole point, but it's Good also job. someone with their own motivations making a play for some serious clout. Yep. Okay. Right. Also, wonderful. All right. All right. So, oh. what, you got, the, the night passes on event? Oh, no, you're going to talk to your parents. Uh-huh. Alright. Am I gonna get to take a long rest so I can deal with this? Yeah, you because, can do yeah, your yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'm not jumping anyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the snare. <Seriously. laughs> you're, you're, yes! you're taking the final rest. <laughs> the longest <laughs> rest. <laughs> so now they are basically uh they're basically going up to bed and you catch them going to bed, they're like, oh, um, yeah. Is it 
We're too late to have a come in. have a chat. Come in. And they usher you into the master bedroom and you guys sit in the little sitting area. I think I know enough to have that conversation. I don't know if you want to have it now. Tell me what you know. <laughs> Hold That's on. That's what I did last week. <laughs> Tell me what you know. One life created was mine. Life reincarnated was Morgan's. The Baron Le Fay. And the life owed as of now is Trilly. I got the gist of it, right? Yes. You didn't know. I know you didn't know. I'm not... There was... There's... There's... There's no way you could have known. It was... When the war... When the war hit, it was nothing like anyone had ever seen. I mean, the orphanages were never perfect, but... There were children on the street. They were sleeping. And we found, but we found Philomena and the rest, they were nothing. And the church wasn't helping. Could Rowan have not, could Ronan have not adopted them and you just cared for them in his stead? Yeah, it became, we just thought, I don't know, we just thought, it, they, we, Agnes, you had to be there. We, when we talked to her, it was, it was just different. It was like... We thought they were giving us an out, and we didn't think they would call upon the, the clause of that contract. We just thought it would be better, it wouldn't be like this. And it, we have, we can't just, we are nobles, we had to... No, we, I understand, you had to, you had to help where you could. Oh. The original plan was that we, we just kept adopting and adopting and adopting, but it, it became too much. We, we got complacent, we got distracted. When when are they going to come for Gilly? Or for Trilly? They're going to, they're going to come very soon. She's as far as the hags cons, the hags are concerned, she's ready. We can't tell you what to do from here. Only to tell you that we are bound we are bound not to act. There's a fiduciary there's a, I'm doing freaking Russian. There's a fiduciary responsibility in these kind of contracts, and we can't, anyone who acts, anyone who's a signatory of the contract, who acts against another member of the contract or interferes in any way, their soul is forfeit. So I can't tell you what to do. Very curse you. <laughs> um, what? But you can't be held accountable if someone else to act. Of course not. As long as we've given no counsel, assistance, or guidance. I probably shouldn't ask you. Well, I could ask you questions, but you couldn't answer them. But. We should be very careful. Right, so I, I shouldn't. didn't seem so bad when we did it. It was 25,000 gold worth of diamonds, my transmuter stone, which I worked my life to make, seemed fair. The other part of the contract we never thought would come around. And when I went to the stone table and followed the mock, 
and I saw you there. Your skin was blue, but they told me that would fade with time. And it did. Well. Yes and no. I saw that it was back. I don't know quite why that's happening, but it'll... It can be controlled. I'll teach you, okay? Okay. Yeah. That would be good. So... Morgan, then. You can't... I don't know, to be honest. Okay. I just assumed she was involved. But she... As far as I can tell, she's not part of the actual contract, right? I'm not. She wasn't there. She wasn't born yet. No more as I am. No more than I am, I mean. She's just our... <laughs> she's just our eldest daughter, apparently. She's older than me. She's well, thousands of... Of course, Agnes would make her first. <laughs> well, she's thousands of years old. Well, I know, but, but I mean this reincarnation. <laughs> yes. No, she was, she was first there. I'm so sorry, Gilly. But maybe not. I just... Oh, no, sorry. So when I say that, I mean that she's thousands of years old, metaphysically speaking. Of course. Like, I understand that part. It's all a bit of... That's... You can ask Agnes. crazy. <laughs> Who's older? Where can I find Agnes? I don't know. And I don't think I could tell you. I'm sure I could find out if I talk to Morgan. Are you... So is this upsetness that you have with Morgan, is this about Trilly then? It's, I think I'm more upset with myself than anything. She reminds me of what I did. Were, this was before... It was before the war. It was before you thought you were going to have more than just me. And it was before, it was before, we had to, we had to produce a legitimate heir. And they had just granted gay couples the right to marry in, in Gishari. We had to produce a legitimate heir, otherwise our house was going to fall. There was a lot of pressure on us. I understand. You were in a, in a tight spot. And you thought you had an out. You couldn't have known. I mean, I understand, but, um, so I'm from the cold unending then. You are our child. That much is clear in the contract, but the mystical energies used to create you are from the cold unending. You are of two worlds. You were one of a singularly unique creature in that regard. As far as I know. Morgan comes close. What does that mean for me? What? No one can answer that, Gilly. The dimensions that are upheld, the, the boundaries of reality that are held by the arresting light, no one, barely anyone's ever been outside of, of, of Edda since for 2,000 years. Could you be in, Could you get in trouble if different authorities found out that... No. Gil, no. you're... It's a legal contract. We, Rendell Halfmoon signed off on all this. 
Okay. This is a legal codified. You're a legal codified citizen. I'm not saying laws can change. Author authoritarian movements take place, but you are a legally qualified citizen of Adelaide. And the contract we entered into is legally binding. But I mean, I wouldn't go around telling people. Of course not. Okay. Okay. So, I guess I don't know much more. You don't know enough about Morgan, then. Do you think... Um... I still have to catch you up on everything else that's been going on. Because this has been quite a lot. But, um... You know... Ma, I'm sure you're busy, but maybe, Mom, you could talk with me and the rest of the group tomorrow. Okay. Is that okay? Sure, if you think it's warranted. Okay. I think I'd like that. I think it would be helpful. <laughs> um, I'll let you get some rest then. So they should adopt a Gashari child. Oh man. Eventually you just have to man up to the deal you made. Well, but no, I was just saying stop there. So, the, um, the night passes uneventfully, <laughs> so, so called. Um, right. You guys all wake the next morning. And the next morning comes and most of you are still awake, so. What do you wish to do? How long does it take for Sevelius to show up? <laughs> oh, to breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> Should I take a bath Sevelius style? Roll a deep two hours. See how long it takes. <laughs> when you exit your room two hours late, uh, Trilly's waiting there for you. Hi. Hello. How are you today? I'm really good. It's nice. It is. Come, let's walk to breakfast. Chills out her hand. Yep, I take it. <laughs> you know, I think our listeners should come to an end. They're not going to be needed much longer. I'm a very bad person. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, uh, you guys go, uh, arrive at breakfast. Uh, She's it's with so us. Trilly. The hags can't take her. The hags show up, we'll kill her. Oh, man. We can try. Oh, man. So Breakfast. Uh, about halfway through breakfast, Faelene, uh just kind of looks at Gilly. She's like, um, I, uh, I have some business to attend to. She leaves. <laughs> and it's just Mufanway, the Lady of the Meadows. The children have been excused. Trilly is... Master Pluth drags Trilly away, kicking and screaming. <laughs> it's Master Pluth. He's the hag. <laughs> Making no sense whatsoever. <laughs> He's 12 mid juleps in. <laughs> you guys are sitting so there with. That's Muf what took him two hours. You're at breakfast with Mafanwe O'Shea, the Lady of the Mouse. So I thought that it might be nice to have a. or helpful to have a bit of a frank conversation about what's been going on and what we've all been learning and who we've been talking to and all of that without me ma present because I'm sure information about uh, certain dealings that we've been having will come up that she shouldn't know about. 
Okay, player clarification. The one that we're talking to is not the one that's... This is the wizard. This is the wizard with the amulet and all of the monk-dealings tower spire thing. She's a a scholar esoterica of the Tranquil Chamber. Yep. Thank you. This is not the one... This not, is not the one this is not the who is the person. Baroness. Yeah. Right. Got it. Not the Baroness. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um... Oh, who wants to start? Should I start? How do we do this? <laughs> so, through study and some other information last night, I um, looked more into the contract and spoke with one of my closer contacts that um, we can talk about later. Okay. Um, that these contracts, well, they may be airtight on paper. Um, if the hags are not around to seal the deal or collect upon it, then there is no danger. Okay. So, if um, we eliminate said hags, it should hopefully um, save Trilly. I should just make a mention real quick that my mom, because she's part of the contract, can't really advise us on certain actions. and I'm not looking for her to advise us at all um, due to that. Sure. Um, So further conversation about that that should probably be... Correct. But that may be a solution to our problems. It's it's simple. We just kill three very powerful hags. Well... What kills a I don't know, but maybe we should talk about, do some research later yes. and have a conversation about this with someone not my mom. Um, but one of the things we can talk about is uh, how everything might be connected and also, uh, yeah. Random question before I forget. You have this lovely weaponry all across your halls. Is there a person in town that would that, that can make such fine weapons, especially magical ones? Mm-hmm. Silver scrapes. Are they trustworthy? Yeah, they made most. Of, they made some of the stuff you see, the more silvered ornaments. A lot of this, uh, Faelin brought in from the war. We bought on an auction, and I enchanted it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a blade that might we need repaired. Okay. So I just wondered if there was anyone in town that could do so. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It'll, <laughs> I promise it makes sense to everyone else. So just before oh. I forgot. I'm happy to help. I mean, it wouldn't be uh, unprudent to let my mom have a look at that if you're curious about it. So uh, we could talk about how we got it. <laughs> <laughs> part of our adventures and I pull out a small bag from one of the many pockets in my cloak and robes because I'm a creep and um, take off some wood shavings off of it that have gotten into that particular pocket <laughs> kind of jingle it together and sit it down be careful I don't know anything about this because we've done nothing with it except put it in a bag so it, it looks infernal yeah, so one of the things that we had been up to that I wanted to talk to you about without Ma present. Uh, what have you heard about the whole Kragmandu area lately? I heard there was some sign, the sort of, of void eruption. I heard that uh, Lord Stilltower was buried shortly after. 
the Grand Duke of Midrim is assassinated by some elf, um, and from his corpse, a void creature erupted and spread terror all across the land, and it has everyone flummoxed. And now the circle of red and gold, and yeah. Yep, so we were there for all of those things. We pretty much Except were. for the burial, but, you know, we were sort of the cause for Stiltower. You killed Lord Stiltower? It was necessary. He gave us no choice. It was He sanctioned. attacked us. But, uh, yeah, also he... we're in a bit of a spot we sort of were. He was in the process of murdering his entire town. Yeah. Oh. The town was in some bad shape, and... Through a few other courses, we were sort of, um, coerced through the confessory. Well, I'm not sure what you want me to say about all that. Um, I'm not stupid. I, um, assumed and inferred from your letter that you had been up to more than certain incidents. Yeah. Um, I mean... (laughs) Okay. I, I'm n- not sure that she needs you to do anything about any of this. It's, it's all past. And, and excuse me if I speak out of turn, but I think she just wants you to know what she has been doing and what she has been doing is good. It may not be politically aspiring. However, she... Even though we could not save her from being blue and (laughs) missing part of her hand, she has saved us multiple times, each of the three of us and others that have traveled with us. I'm very proud of you for that. that. I'm more trying to make some sense of it all. I I, I don't understand how these... These things only get, only how Still Tower was allowed to be how he was and do such terrible things to that town without rape, without any intervention, anyone there to help those townsfolk. I spoke to one of the one of the members there who's very prominent in that town, and she reached out multiple times. She went before the presidium, and she got no help. And I don't understand how that happens. And now with the Lanix, I just. I don't understand how this world works, how, how it fails to work the way that it's supposed to work. I think that, Gilly, you're old enough to hear that once you stop thinking of a, the system as being broken, once you start to think of a system working as intended, the way the country is becomes a whole lot clearer. This is normal for the Gish. The whole country was founded on death and oppression and slavery. I don't know why you should expect anything more from them. You brought her up in a world that didn't have it here in the Glide, in your household. I did my best. You took in orphans. I did my best. I'm sorry I didn't prepare you more, but it gets exhausting. All I this. understand that, sure. I just... I 
Something should be done about it, and I don't know what to do. I don't know either, Gilly. I mean, there are certain organizations that do see the see a path forward, revolutionaries, so to speak. Are you speaking of who I think you're speaking of? Yes. The collective. They're labeled as terrorists Seems... by the Gish. But... I mean, that's a bit... It seems a bit drastic, but then again, I suppose I don't really know much of the world, so... I don't know... what to make of any of it anymore. While we're talking revolutionaries, what's your perspective on the heathen and the son of storms in your backyard? Not so sure that the son of storms is as reasonable or as approachable as the heathens collective, but then again, I'm a noble born in a very rich family sent to all the best schools, so I have some blind spots. I think that... <laughs> the Heathens Collective was in some measure involved in Gilly's creation. JJ was fair to us. Um, I'm just not so sure I have the revolutionary spirit that they do. Look, I mean, we're talking about taking on f flesh and something that passes for blood. Wizards and mages and archmages with enormous power and they will destroy you if you go if you try to overthrow the republic it's a slow process it's been tried and do nothing i've managed to avoid at least one of their attempts throughout the years i would appreciate it if this conversation took a shift away from things that might jeopardize the future of my family and if we focus on things that are also jeopardizing the future of my family <laughs> but something I can do something well something that you lot can do something about right now but I hear your concerns perhaps I just wanted your opinion nothing more um Gilly would do anything to protect her family I don't see why that motivation would be any different for the rest of us that travel with her. I appreciate that, but I just, there's... So, uh, we will do what we can for Trilly, and whatever that looks like, and I, I at least for one, will continue to watch the back of your eldest daughter. Or at least me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure that Morgan would appreciate your protection. All the conversations about the, the contract and everything, the, what I found out was group knowledge. Oh, the I'm still I mean, we've been referring to Gilly as the eldest daughter for a while, so it's just... But now I know Shay. That was before I... So before I didn't yes. know, okay. yeah, exactly. That was before I knew that I 
Not so, exactly the eldest. <laughs> do you have any powerful allies that could help uh, shield Trilly if we do not know the location of these three hags? She can't talk about it. She you can't offer help. She can't. You, you can't. We can't have this conversation with her. I'm sorry that, I, I'm, that we're having a fruitless conversation then. I thought that we were trying to find a solution. Perhaps I could. This is my point where I could leave you to your own devices. That's fair. If you need, I'll be in my house if you need something. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. And, you know, Nita's collective. If you... They're resourceful. And if you bring one by, I can talk to them. They will talk later. She leaves. Oh, Mom. Yeah. What do I need to do about this ring? That's up to you, Kelly. She leaves. I'm sorry if I was being blunt. I thought that we were here to speak strategy. If we cannot discuss the matters with your mother present or with her, I must have been mistaken. Were you expecting something different out of that conversation? No, just at least to get her perspective on JJ and the Heathens Collective and all of that. Figured instead of me having a conversation with her and then talking to you all about it, we could streamline things a bit, that's all. Mm. So... And also, you know, try to get her sense on on some of the things that we've been dealing with. This glide is much more eventful than I uh, imagined it would be. But it was a sleepy little backwater with some fog around some mountains. Oh, well. Looks can be deceiving, apparently. So, now that we can talk freely. Yes. Um, I've been in contact with Beverly who belongs to the Heathens Collective and is known to JJ, which is my information source. Um, during that time, I had a conversation with him last night, um, and he offered me insight on the hags and how to break the contract, um, as well as he wanted to talk to you if you wanted to enlist his help in the, in the matter. Since he is not a signatory on the contract, he will be able to directly help us and maybe assist us in maybe locating one of the hags, or at least pointing us into the right direction. What sort of a cost, a price, would that assistance be, would come with? I do not know. But it does not hurt to talk. Do you, um, do you trust Beverly? I do. <laughs> do you... Do you trust Beverly? Insofar as to, uh, I. Do you trust him not to go after my family? Yes. I do not believe he harbors any ill will towards your family whatsoever. Even though they're part. Even though we're prominent in, in the whole presidium and governmental body of the country, which he's trying to revolt against? So, or is true. it just the gish that he's worried about? It's mainly the gish. Okay. So as long as you guys have distanced yourself from the Lanigs and their particular dealings with the Goliaths, and with you being so near and dear to so many of the prominent individuals in the Heathen's Collective, that would be, provided you cooperate with the Heathen's Collective, they would have no reason to harm your family. You. I mean, I myself participated in the government and 
helped them out and cooperated with them. Not because I necessarily wanted to or I thought it was right because it was necessary for my continued survival. I just don't understand how we can't be fixing these things from, from the inside. Because as you've seen the way the world works now, you, there is no fixing it. It's not broken. What about reconstructing from the inside? The powers We're going that to look be at it as something no, that's not broken. Maybe something we can change. But the change. powers that be have nothing to gain by reconstruction. How do you reconstruct a house? What's the first thing you do? Burn it down. Correct. Well then, that's a... Uh... That, that's extreme. You don't necessarily have to burn the house down. It's not a bad structure. But you gut the house. Walls, flooring, appliances, furniture... What's an appliance? Like you. You know those magical things they cook toast. (laughs) Toasters. Magic toasters. I need to find a brave little toaster in this world. You do. I do. Animate object. Yeah. So again, (laughs) tiny servant. Tiny servant. How how do you reconstruct a house? I won't say that there aren't toxic elements within the presidium, because my family's been fighting against that from what I can understand, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then your family's probably safe. I might recommend bringing this back around to, again, immediate concern. I agree that there are many injustices in this world. However, I think we have an access to the Heathens Collective. We have a young girl to protect. Maybe we should focus on the immediate. I, I don't, don't know how we can kill absolutely a agree. Let alone, you said three? Yes, we would have to eliminate the entire coven. Well, Morgan might have some kind of vested interest, seeing as she is your sister and is the reincarnated... Morgan's mother, not mother, but Morgan's... allied with Agnes. Do you know that? She's... She is the reincarnation of the Baron Lefay. The yes. Baron Lefay. But she's already got what she wanted out of the contract. Agnes? No. Morgan. Morgan, Morgan wasn't part of the contract. I mean, Morgan, Morgan was had created nothing to do by with the it. contract. Morgan is only created through the contract. Correct. My point is that before she was even needed to be reincarnated, the Baron Lefay and Agnes were were allies, right? Agnes would have worshipped the Baron Lefay in terms of like a rank and structure. She's an Archfey, the Hag is below her. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, the, I misunderstood. They're, they're not, not the playing same. the same no. game. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> so, one's Maybe. a cosmic scale thing, the other's... Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So you would be more worried if we were going up against specifically something Queen Mab stood against. Right. Okay, okay, not. okay. Yeah, I'm not going. You can also well, just go talk to Morgan to clarify we, these we things. Can. Correct. Right. Yeah. Well, it's more like if they're allied, we don't want to tip her hand. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think they're allied. I think we have a number of course of courses of action. We definitely need to speak with Morgan away from your mother's 
speak with Beverly and potentially get him in one form or another in front of your mother. Because she has resources that we do not. Sure. I not think that, I mean, bringing Beverly in front of her mother would be a future thing that we'd want to do. So her mother just requested that if she could get in front of anyone from the Heathens Collective. Down the road. Down the road. Oh, down the road. Never mind. Scratch that off the short list. Yeah, Put it we need to take list. care of the hex first. Okay. And if we need hex a safe pace for Trilly, you met friends at the tavern. Would they be able to protect her? They would be able to hide her temporarily. They would be able to hide her temporarily and keep her moving so as not to be found within the glide so that in, in set of communication that hopefully wouldn't be terribly easy to break so that we could reclaim Trilly without, you know, anything terrible happening. But I trust that they are powerful enough to be a second layer of protection should we fail. So, as you guys sit here with now the relevant cards and players more active on the table and you begin to formulate your plan on how to save Trilly from being transformed into a wretched creature, Maeus's words, uh, we are going to go ahead and take a break. Woo! 8.53. Hi, chat! <laughs> we'll yeah, say hi to chat real quick. Let's see what's going on in the chat. Spam and stuff. This is Carl chat. claiming the glory for killing Lord Stilltower. Show up and claim it. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. Somebody posting a bunch of Lorem Ipsum. Our favorite poster. Oh, good God. Uh, what's his face? We need to revive chat. You need you need three hundred gold worth of diamonds Latin. to cast Revivify. So. What is it? I need to do. Sorry, I'm gonna just start from the beginning. That's okay. He's posting the song that's in Fallout 76. <laughs> or Vegas, yeah. Put my glasses on so I can actually read this, huh? I've got a competing stream where you can watch me take dumps on the South Park game. Just forever country landed? That's funny. Oh my goodness. How are you guys doing? Yeah, really the, the chat seems to be very lively. Yeah. We appreciate you guys tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Take me home. There's some shit posting. Though. Really? I didn't notice any shit posting. Really? <laughs> some. It says Wonk. Wonkoi one on. That's Liz. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, boy. Wonderful. Yeah, Sorry. great time. <laughs> we will be back in a little bit. Oh boy. We are back. We when our break, we are picking up in the uh, at breakfast, late breakfast, perhaps a brunch. You might say. And we are go so 
Uh, what were you guys saying? Go ahead. So we were exploring options of what to do next. Um, potentially hiding truly with your compatriots, or and then contacting the Heathens Collective? I think it would be prudent... Well, I think I need to know what Morgan knows and where she stands on certain things. Particularly the hags. I need to make sure that if I'm going to be making an enemy of Morgan by going after hags, that I know about it. Ahead of time. In the meantime, while you talk to Morgan, should we leave Trilly in the care of your friends? And would your parents even allow that? I think at this point, Trilly is as safe as she's going to be. Um, we should... I, I don't think this day is going to be decisive one way or the other. But we should make a decision as soon as possible. If you trust your friends with the helping hands, um, then I think, I think, um, it might be a good preemptive measure, just, just to make sure. Yeah. Um. It didn't seem like the, them coming for her could be any day now, from what you're saying. Soon means very different things to people who perceive time in very different manners. I don't know what so, it... So I'm saying that I agree with Right, you. so it could be... Why take the risk? Exactly. Um, we can't tell my parents because I can't know. Um, but as long as after the fact... That, that she's. That's the great thing about the Friends of the Fallen. Your parents have no idea that they exist. Well, they have not been invited. As I would bet dimes to dollars, they don't even know they're in the city. It's possible. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything. So. I mean, it's probably. They probably. You're probably right. Um, but. Yeah. Most those who are well to do. I have no idea that the Friends of the Fallen exist. So. Okay. Well. Do we proceed? I mean, do we do this now? Do we take Trilly to them now? And... And then contact Morgan? Um, I think we would do better not to break up as a group. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, we also... probably shouldn't tell we shouldn't tell Morgan you know where of course not. where Trilly is Morgan will or not even know. let on that Trilly is not here exactly let me make this very clear friends of the fallen unless I introduce somebody to the group you know nothing of them Morgan is not to know Glitch is not to know your parents are not to know I just mean we have to be very careful because I don't know. Not to tip a hand. Yeah. True. So. You should probably tell your parents that we are taking her though. No, to after, someone's the sake, after the fact. After, after the fact. fact. So they don't. Where's Trilly? 
They they can put two and two together. I mean... I think that oh, you do what you will. Would you like to collect your student for another lesson? Yes, that was my thinking exactly. Let's go do that. Nothing suspicious about this at all, like the four of us coming for her. While you you do that, I'm going to go up to Trilly's room and just collect a few of her things that I know that she likes. Okay. Yep. So, you guys gather Trilly. You make for the devil dog. Is that the plan? Mm -hmm. Yes. You are going to drop Trilly off in the care of the devil dog. And then you're going to make for the stone table of Algonlock, or... Um, That's where Morgan told you to find her. Right. Yes? I think so. Should you yeah. want to talk yes. to Morgan? Or... Yes, yes, we're yeah. confirming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Morgan and then Beverly. Correct. Alright. Well, Morgan and then we'll see. Yeah. Okay. You, okay. So, you arrive at the Devil Dog, and the Devil Dog himself is there, and he sees you. You guys walk in with Trilly, and you collect your things. You have, you have a little night bag for her and everything, and she talks to you along the way. She's like, oh, she's like, she's like, I haven't been to town in a, in a, a month or so. This is awfully nice. <laughs> she's singing a little tune. And you uh, say we should be careful so that, like, when we get on our way yes. there, that she should be, like, You're so careful. Covered. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you are... Uh, her. Yeah. Okay. So you get to the Devil Dawn, and the tiefling figure is there, and you are with, um, Trilly. Um, he sees you guys enter, gives you a nod, and what do you do? Would you guys like to find a table? Sure, I mean, I, I figured I mean, should, what, What's should it look like inside? How many people are they paying attention? Mm, slow night, slow day. Sorry, slow day. It's a slow crowd. Okay. should probably talk to him in private. Yes, where we were. Right. So, to the back room. <laughs> so what do you say to him when you approach him? You don't have to say it again. Oh, um... We have our first request when we're in town. If you have time and hmm. privacy. I've got all the time in the world for you. Let's go. He ushers you into the back room through the illusionary barrier, down through the stairs, into the real tavern. Uh, this is, it's mostly, he gets you guys to basically a private room, private office. He sits down at his desk. How can, I help, how can these hands help you? Things have escalated in this town quicker than I thought it, uh, they would. Um, when I knew you guys were in town, I couldn't be as sleepy as uh, Gilly made it out to be here. Um, her sister, Truly, introduced really, um, needs a place to stay where she can be safe and unfound. All right. Should be just a couple of days. We can keep in touch. We can do that. Um, How would you describe the magics that might come looking for Trilly once they realized she's missing? Hags. How many? Three. Three. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Not as sleepy as I wanted it to be. Not as sleepy as I wanted I it mean, to be. I mean, listen, I've got some resources and we will keep us safe and we will do our very best, but this is asking a lot. And I am prepared to return the favor in the future. You are. It's good to know, but are you? What would the nature of that favor be? Hmm. We've got a few shipments that need to be brought in. Healing, contraband healing potions and things like that. So long as there's nothing that puts my family in jeopardy and they're standing. I mean, as long as... It's not as bad as three hags, I can tell you that. Sure. I am... I'm certainly willing to work with you on something. Provided while we're in town, you have contacts to move what you need, where we can assist directly, maybe? Yes. And then, as we travel south, if there's anything that needs to be moved with us, perhaps? Mm. Would that help? Yes, it would. Um... Well, I, we will, we will discuss the finite terms, but my understanding is you guys found a little way into town that was previously unknown. Yes. So, the mist hide many things, so. Just a caution that was past, um, miners, a rogue druid that appears to, uh, have turned to necromancy and um, whatever's left of his experiments. That's all well and good. We've got the stuff out of the mist. We just need to find a way in. Got it. Well, I will keep Shirley safe. I shall guard her. Um, I don't know everything that's going down, but I expect you'll have some good gossip for me. Um, anything that I can provide from Kragmandu where we started this to here and then going forward. Alright, well, good luck. Just a few days keeping up? Things are kind of unfolding in a... Check back in in about 48 hours or so and update me. How about that? That sounds good. Good luck. Thank you. And Goddess Light your path. What will you do if we do not return in 48 hours? Return truly O'Shea to the O'Shea Manor. Fair enough. That would be safest. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall we be off? The clock is ticking. Um, I'll just take Truly aside real quick, real quick, and just say, now. These people are going to keep you safe, and um, I'm going to be back soon. Okay. But you get to have a little adventure. Yeah? He made that wall disappear. He did. He maybe you can talk to him about maybe learning a little something. Oh. But don't push him if he says no. Okay? Mm-hmm. We'll be back and you know. You'll see Sedilius again soon. Okay? Mm-hmm. Alright, I love you. Love you too. Okay. No. Behave yourself. And we'll be back. Give She's her a big it. hug. <laughs> So before we go, what did you say her favorite? It was the hawk, right? Yes, the cerulean hawk. Yeah. Um, before we go, I'll get down right in front of her with Gilly and hand her the tiny figurine hawk that I made. Thank you. Keep that with you. If at any point you are asked to leave a place you don't want to leave, drop it. 
Okay. Ooh. Ah, ah. Ooh. She goes off and plays with her. Thank you, Selena. <laughs> Runs around with the hawk. So, you guys make your way to the stone table. Do you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there any precautions we want to take on our way there? Oh, you made your armor. Okay, made your armor. I'm ready. I'm always ready. So, you guys approach the gate of the locks. Where are you? Here somewhere. I know because I typed you on myself. There we go. So, you guys approach the gate of the locks that is in the Margud, the market area. Uh, it is one of the only two primary entrances, one being the Landing Bastion, the other being the Gate of the Locks that can get you onto the onto Bridgeton. A massive impregnable silver gate with intricate runes and divots stand before you. It curves into a large arch, and within it sit two immense doors accompanied with heavy chains and barricades. Halflings and Goliaths, guards, guards adorned with silver, brilliant silver armor, are stationed with well-made weaponry. A single halfling lady with silver and cerulean robes stands atop the gate, keeping watch. She has two medallions, one of the tra- tranquil chamber, the emblematic hag's eye, as it's known, and one of dark green with a symbol of a chair, the symbol of the Grinbrush Conservatory. She looks on. Gilly! Mm. Probably don't recognize me. It's me, Alana Halfmoon. You don't know her. Oh. Not, not that well. Hello, how are you? I'm good. What brings you to the the, the bulwark? Well, you know, just showing people around. Mm. Sure you heard that Sibelius was in town? Nice to meet you. Likewise. <laughs> Did you need to get through the gate? Yes, please. Where are you going? I wanted to see the uh, the rest of the valley that she had to offer. She told me it was such a gorgeous place to to visit. Old deception. <laughs> Can I assist? I'm gonna say such natural splendor. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, you might maybe didn't even need my help. That's okay. See what this next one is. I'm gonna look at all your rolls. So you don't, you know. I'm okay with that. Oh yeah. So I needed that. Um. Thankfully, my first roll was a 15, natural 15, plus deception, 21. So as the <laughs> as the conservator of the bulwark, Jenny, uh, Alana Halfmoon, uh, peers at you, she goes, right, right, enjoy the, enjoy the beautiful sights, Keep, be wary of the mist, and the silver gates begin to park. We are going to go ahead and call it there. Sorry about the technical difficulties, everyone. We will get them fixed and be back at this next week. Next week, we start the a special stream at 2 p.m., and then we will start the regular stream at 7. Woo-hoo! Be sure to follow us on our socials for content updates, and we will be coming at you next week. Bye! Oh, man. But this is actually a good thing for us, though.